Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. Well, a lesser athlete would have fallen. It is rainy, and yet here we are live on a Monday edition of Cleveland Browns Daily. Merely, Bo, the great Z, coming off of uh, one of the weekends of all time, I would say. Yeah. Um, Just a quick weather update. It is rainy here. It's raining. Um, It has been raining much of the morning. I'm sure this side of town is the same as mine. Um, And as of right now, we're a go. I see the fans are lining up to come in. The plan is that we're going, but it is, uh, it's a rainy one, buddy. Yeah, there will be limited activations for the fans here today due to the inclement weather, but it looks like we are all a go, and it's cloudy and foggy, much like I feel after the festivities of <laughs> Saturday night with the great Hoff. What a weekend. What a party. What a human being. It was so much fun. And according to him, I don't know, not according to the, the huge P, but according to him, maybe we'll talk to him today. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Could be. We're getting conflicting reports. I've gone through my emails, and I have no record of, like, talking about today. But oh, we're not going to say no. Join, I mean, With, of yeah. course, he's not off. I got a bracelet. There was a bit of a line, so I wasn't able to. That happened. Gibbe refused. Me and Big Drew got him. The wife got one. So no, that is no that going to be on you? It's permanent. So there are two things there that were labeled as permanent. Yeah. There was the tattoo station. Yep. Actually permanent. There, there were so a lot there, of people was that, that an tattoos? actual? Yes, people were str- getting actual tattoos. Like, All right. So I, I had a <laughs> these are decisions for the rest of your life. That's what I said to Tequila Field. Like, do you realize that's like that's forever now? Tequila Field got a tattoo. Oh yeah. So did McDaniel. So did his wife. What? I think Mo Pedman's wife. Uh, Mo Pedman's wife walked in and she goes, "Hey, look what I got." Carmen was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> what were they themed, or were you? You could just get whatever thinking- you wanted. And they just on the spot. Hayden, Joe Hayden, who's joining us, I think he got two. We'll ask him about that. He already had many, obviously, yeah, yeah. but yeah, he got a couple. So this that was called permanent, actually permanent. Yeah, yeah. This was a permanent chain in that it has no link. They kind of, but you could obviously cut this off. So not permanent. No. How? What's your over under on how long you'll wear it? I don't know. Six months. Maybe. So we have the conversation the about Listen, this. If, yeah, if we're winning. Maybe, it's, maybe it'd be a little good luck charm. Yeah, like, like a, a rally chain. Or a rally chain. Yeah, like rabbit's feet. Do you think, how many people, do kids even know that? about rabbit's feet anymore? I, no chance. No chance. I got nothing. That was a wild thing when you actually think about it. What it actually, like. People would have them on car keys. Yes, it was on the keychain. Yeah. It was supposed to bring you good luck. The Not idea that, that rabbit. you would sever <laughs> Bugs Bunny's foot. 
Yeah, and then put it on a keychain and be like, here, this is awesome. This is good luck. Yeah, Carry around a dead rabbit's right. foot. <laughs> Jeez. It's very strange. Yeah, that is. That is. What um, a party, though. What a what – a, You know what, what buddy? What an event. What I would say, um, what a week. What a week. Um, this has been a long time coming, uh, obviously, for, for all of us, for the organization. Yeah. Um, we knew that it would be this way as soon as he was eligible, he would be in. It played out that way, and so then you just kind of wait – to make sure, you know, for I just can't imagine Joe and Annie like trying to, trying to. You think about all of the responsibilities that he had, mixed in with the most important athletic achievement of your life, mixed in with trying to have the best time with people who have intersected with you at various parts of your life. I mean, it's a stunning thing that he's done. And I, I guess the thing that I would say, and I said this to Annie as uh, Amy and I were leaving, you crushed this. Crushed it. Crushed it. Crushed it. They crushed. They crushed the speech. Yep. They crushed the game. Yep. They crushed the Friday night gold jacket dinner. They crushed the parade on Saturday. They crushed the inducting, uh, the the, uh, the the big moment on Saturday afternoon. And then the party was unlike anything the world has ever seen, the world's party. It was the world's party. It was, you're right, it couldn't have gone any better. And to be a celebration of of a man and his career, obviously, from the football side side of it. But, yeah. you know, it reminded me of, in many ways, and people don't get to do this. At a wedding, typically speaking, at a wedding, you know, you're younger, so it's everybody who's important to you in your life from that point, and then you make a lot of new friends and new circles and all of that after yep. you're married. So you really don't get to bring everybody from your whole life if you are married, some people get married in their 40s and they would sure. have a similar experience because it's going to be everybody that's important to them at various stages of their life. But, you know, to bring everybody from every phase of your life together, it reminded me of in Curb Your Enthusiasm when that guy was feeling unappreciated <laughs> and he threw, like, the funeral for himself. Uh, Brooks. Brooks, yes. What's his first name? Oh, God, he was so bad. All I can say is Not Mel. Mel. No. It's James the, Brooks? No. It's – it's the, he's – We'll look it up. He's in broadcast Esteban. news, right? He was in that. He was the voice in Finding Nemo, right? Yeah. He plays the jerk father-in-law. Albert Brooks. Albert, Albert Brooks. Brooks. Yeah, yes, yeah. Albert Brooks. When he threw, yeah, his, he threw, own funeral. threw his own funeral. So that he could hear everybody from all at phase of his life talk great about him. And so for the hop. the hoarder closet. Right. That's what, exactly. <laughs> but for the hop, that's what he had. He had everybody there. You know, he had his. I mean, he had coaches there from his, like, peewee football and high school football. He had high school – his childhood best friends who got mentioned in the speech were there. Yeah. And boy, those guys from Wisconsin can get after it. He had college teammates and friends yeah. there. He had Browns teammates and friends there. And then people that he's become friends with in the area or gotten closer to even after his playing days were over. So it was cool to see all these kind of people brought together all in celebration of, of the Hoff. And I love that he showed up. In a gold jacket, That's shorts, right. and flip-flops. That's right. He showed up as the Hoff. As the Hoff. Just perfect in I every every respect. And everything at that party was so curated. Yes. Perfectly for him. Um, it was it was unbelievable. I mean, it's It was a once-in-a-lifetime where you and I were talking a lot, Give A as well, on, on Saturday. Like, you'll just never see anything like that again. No. Where... I mean, the juxtaposition of accomplishment versus popularity an hour south of where you played, you'll just never 
see that again. And genuine, true to himself, unapologetically so. That's right. He was going to do it his way, and you know, as the night wore on, and he felt that it had whittled down to the people that he was truly the most comfortable with. Then things just turned up a hundred notches. And it was it was a happening, baby. It was a happening. Man. It was a happening. Yeah. Oh, baby. Yeah. Yes, oh, baby. It was. Yeah. It was something. It was it was a beautiful thing. And you know, for for me, and I'm sure it was like this. I know you'd been to Edger and James's before, but obviously you have an emotional, you have a relationship yes. with Hoff. Like he's it's a friend. But just from the standpoint of like, you try to wrap your head around. I always think about this. Like, how would I explain this to 12 year old me? And there's just no way because, folks, what happens at these things is, you know, there's all of the people that you expect to be there. Yeah. But then there are also people you do not. And there are there will times that will happen at these parties where a car with six or seven gold jackets, Z and I are sitting out on a patio waiting for the fireworks, which, by yep. the way, was as good as any town fireworks display. Oh, it was I've a legit seen. 10 minutes. It was 10 or 15 minutes extravaganza bombs bombs one after another i mean it was crazy so that was happening and we're waiting we were waiting on that we had a great perch ladies having a nice uh e.h taylor and no i didn't stumble or stammer there was e.h taylor you could have there um barrel select that's right so we were doing that and then all of a sudden like we're sitting there and we're like Wait, was that eight gold jackets just walking in so there? I got up and ran after him so to check. He, he just ran. I was right behind him. Yeah. Like who? Who was? Who was that? Walter Jones, Steve Hutchinson, Tony Baselli, Tim Brown. Tim Brown was there, which was Tim like, Brown was, cool. was really cool. Yeah, Megatron. Yeah, Andre Reed. Andre Reed. Leroy, Leroy Butler. Butler. I think that was the seven. Yeah. James Lofton was in James the mix. Lofton was Paul in there. Warfield. Paul Warfield was there. Yeah. Was in the mix. Um, Kurt Warner. Yeah, Kurt Warner. Running around. I mean, it was. He was the, he, Kurt Warner, Megatron, and Leroy Butler were the only three that were not wearing their gold jackets. They were just going around. And by the way, Megatron. That was really cool. Yeah. Still looks like he could ball out today. We were, you and I were standing next to him, and it was just, there's no question that he could come out to this practice right now and get open. Yeah. <laughs> no question. No. I mean, he looked to no be question. in tremendous condition. He did. He did. It he was did. just – it was fun, and I think what the best part about it was is that, to your point, he crushed everything. That speech was so genuine, heartfelt, emotional, inspirational, funny. Yeah. He hit every single note that you could have wanted to in that speech. Annie and the kids inducting him was so special and just – to have that, and he's the guy, he shouts out, you know, everybody here, the janitorial staff, yep. to the security guys, to the people at the front, the people that helped him in the football operation. It's not an act either. He knows no. their names. He knew them. Yes. It's not like he's, like, looking. Like he no, knows the names. 100%. Yeah. And it was just, it was great. And then to see, then at the party for him to have, do his thing, and, you know, we had a special concert. It was just, it was nuts. It was great. I was useless yesterday. <laughs> Completely useless. And I then bet. I rallied, yeah. and we went out to the uh, to the Trout Club with the Feudies and had some tremendous vino. That's an unbelievable weekend out of you. Yeah, it was great. I had, um, yeah, I, I had miscalculated the distance yeah. between where I yeah. live and if Gervasi. Had I known what I knew by the time I – it was too late. By if the we time had I one realized it, yeah, you that would have been it. I would have stayed down there because yes! that was the only – that was really the only way. I sent Bo a series of texts at around midnight thirty. One, was it twelve thirty? Yeah. Uh, tw- we got back at like quarter to midnight. 
Um, and I didn't get them until the next day. Um, but it was I, – I was dying. I was dying. At yes, it ended with come back. Come back. I need and it's my like, bow. Boy, that's a – that's a stretch. That's a tall order. It's a tall order. <laughs> At that point, that ship has already sailed. Yeah, because um, Sweet Miss K, to give people a little, a little, Sweet Miss K had had a girls' night Friday night and went hard. Yeah, Miss K miscalculated. She, Miss K miscalculated to the point where she was unable to endure the heat of the enshrinement ceremony, which is long and hot. It was. Yeah. So she had to go back. So she wasn't at full strength for the party, which was great because that meant that then I had a, a driver. But then she, around like midnight, kind of looked at me and was like, Babe. She's like, you don't want to leave. I want you to have the best night. Yep. I'm going to leave. Go frolic. Live. And at that point. Like, Live. Freedom. Then I yep. got to the Hoff. I appraised him of the situation. He said, let's turn it up a little bit. We did. Up a notch. A few notches were turned, and uh, and then and there we were. Not a cigar guy either. Turns out by the end, I'd had three. Yeah, I don't. That was amazing that <laughs> that happened for you well, because usually that's a big mistake the next day. But you I said felt you were okay. great. Yeah, I didn't go to bed until four. Apparently, I walked into the room asking Miss Kay if there was a pizza in there. I was like, I know there's got to be a pizza. We were on the hunt for meats. Yeah, really on the hunt for meats. We were trying to make. The we meats found work. them though. We did when they them. swapped out that whole center spot. Yeah. I mean, crab legs, lobster claws the size of your head. Yeah, it was nuts. It was unbelievable. I would say this. Um, I think the hall, just big picture, this is take the Joe part out of it. I think the hall is trying to find its way a little bit on how to navigate that weekend. Because, and I saw a lot of people, you know, talking about the amount of people that were there on Saturday afternoon. There were so, way uh, more, though, than a lot of those pictures showed because none of those pictures actually showed the grandstands. Show the, the stuff <laughs> right. in the front is literally. Only for friends and family of the enshrinees. And what you'll realize is the only people that are in there are the people that are there to support the particular enshrinee of that moment. Yeah. Because nobody else is sitting there for four hours baking in the sun. So you watch your person, and then you go stand in the shade and powwow, and there are little parties going on all around. It's weird because there's, like, Rondé Barber's giving, like, the most important speech of his life, and there are people, like, not 30 yards from him drinking a beer and having their own conversation yes like the and that's something that you as someone who had only previously seen it on television you assume that it's like an enthralled audience but it's really not no. like you're there for your guy so for example like once Revis went and Klecko already did the Jets people were gone, gone out they're yep. beating traffic they're done and they're out of it um so you can come and go as you want it's totally. not like once you're in you're you know you come yes. and go so that part of it and I think the other thing is, like, a Saturday afternoon is probably not ideal. It should be in the evening that leads right to the parties. It should be. So how would that go? Would that be? Four, well, four to only s- thing is you're not going to get a little four four to get a shower. You're I, not going to refresh. I was going to say, I feel like you got to have that little downtime you the down before time. the party. Right, like, you just did a speech. It's probably yeah, one of the bigger things that you're ever going to do in your life. Well, the party person, he can do whatever he wants. He's the people. But even for your guests, like, yeah. you'd be a sweat lodge. Yeah. So the one for Edge, it's, I feel like his thing went from, that year it went from, like, 5 to 8 or 4 to 7. And it wasn't, we weren't hot. It was cool. It was an evening. So you weren't, yeah. it was not like, that was oppressive. That was oppressive heat. Now we're going to, yeah. let's move that just. Yeah. No, no, no. It's just for the presser. It'll be down by right. 2 o'clock. Okay. <laughs> You're good, sister. Esteban, Uno, help. (laughs) 
Um, so I, you know, I think the other thing is, is they're doing it for TV too. That's it's how I, a TV by the way, show. That's how I looked yesterday when someone asked me to do something. What? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't make it. I couldn't make it yesterday. Oh, I was here. In the old days, the game the was on now. Monday night. Yep. In the old, old days, it was on Monday night, so they would do induction. They'd have the party Saturday, do induction on Sunday, Sunday night, and then play the game on Monday, and then you're out of town. So you just backed it up. Right. I, I do wonder if they played the game on Sunday. Like, it's NBC. Like, if you played Sunday night football. I'm fine with that. You would have been fine with a game the next day? Well, it's not no, you 8 o'clock. Have. I wouldn't have. Although by 8 o'clock, I was going to be all right. Hold on. No, 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 no. That's not going to affect us like this again anyway. You're not going to have a half circumstance. I was not of sound mind or body till well after 2 o'clock. I somehow woke up feeling okay, although Miss K was like, you smell like a cigar. Well, I mean, what did you know? What did you know? Not the amount of booze coming out oh. of your pores. Oh, oh no, sad. sad. Hate to see it. Yeah. Hate when that I think happens. it's a sign. I think it is, too. I think you're right. Oh, Stevie sign. liked it. Stevie, go help her. He was a big fan of it. By the way, he's guy, come full circle. This guy over here, this guy over here, <laughs> coming off the party, obviously wasn't, yesterday was a little rough for him, and I think that's carried over a little bit today. i never seen him rattle. He was giving Esteban Uno the business. I think he could take it. He could. I like this good. guy. I, yeah, I like I, it too. I'm a big fan of yeah. this guy. So he's channeling. I told you last week. Channeling Beavis right now. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, he's a good man. <laughs> That's a good man. Um, so yeah, it was it was tremendous. It was it was magical. the best. Yeah, it was, it was so exactly good. like there are certain events that you have in your mind a picture of how they're going to go and how they're going to unfold, and it's it's not often that something you're that excited about or excited for and then proud of someone in this regard uh, the hop where it exceeds expectations in every aspect like everything about it was w- exceeded i can't imagine like his sense of like relief probably some relief accomplishment maybe, yeah, pride some all of that but yep. just kind of like <sighs> we did it baby the, we crushed it the city of canton gave out one permit for fireworks on saturday night yeah baby Really? Just the that was the, the only Hawks? one. Just it. Like ah, they it. had a concert at the Football Hall of Fame. That's true. Zach Brown. No was fireworks. At the Hall of Fame. By the way, yeah. His fireworks were a heck of a lot better than the uh, Hall of Fame's exit oh fireworks. Oh my God, folks! It was almost carnage. <laughs> yeah. Hoff speech is over. It's four o'clock. Everyone's trying to get out off or, the field. They're just trying to get off the field because it's hot. They're trying to get out, and there there are people blocking for because we had to wait for the fireworks, which were. Don't even bother. First of all, fireworks in day, always a struggle. Always going to be a struggle. So they tried to do some sort of a smoke bomb firework. Yeah, of the different colors of the inductees. You picked up on that big brain on you. You sorted out. I did. Because at one point you're like, in order, you're like, if this one's orange, then I think we're good. I think we're almost done. But people were not having it. No. They were not having it. Our good friend Joe Hayden was almost crushed against the barricade. He was because he was in the mix. He was on the right, yeah. He was to the right of us. Man. By the way, as I look out, I gaze upon the great RJ from our security team. I got to shout RJ out. RJ got me home safe. Um, Gibby, too? On Saturday, and Gibby as well. So Got us across the street to the car. <laughs> yeah. Wow. There, the there way, were a lot of people, like, <laughs> by the way, that didn't have a ride. I heard that you guys did some exciting things. Good God. 
Good God Almighty. Somehow, I may have ended up with a certain piece of clothing oh, at the end of the night. Oh, and I was like, mama. guess where this is going? Oh, boy. And I meant to do that, too, and we had forgotten by the time we got from, because he had it, RJ had it. By the time we'd gotten from Gervasi to my hotel, I forgot. Oh. Sad. Big miss. Huge miss. Huge. I feel like I can just ask the guy himself, and maybe he'll let me. Uh, here it is. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is. Yeah. I'm like, I'm taking it home. This is after the negotiation. My, and my wife was like, I don't think that's a good idea. How? Nope. Cause we don't talk about it. We, we didn't ta- post oh, it. No because names, please. The negotiation oh happened. It was then, once, it was, once he made the trade for time, it was in the hands of security. Obviously, it had to be it's a protected garment. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. That's outrageous. Hold on. Never looked so good with teal. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what a play! I think you've blown his mind. I, I you like, have. I was going legit. a thousand different ways. He I didn't never would have thought yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my! God. What? <laughs> He's both. <laughs> what? Stone? Yellowstone? We were both. Oh my! We were both oh living our best life. My word! I might not have gotten a picture with the Hoff. But Ladies and boy. gentlemen, now that they're out of their car, <laughs> yeah. let them hear it. Let them hear it. Holy <laughs> smokes! I think the first interviews oh. at this thing that's blocking our view should be Drew and, and Gibbett. I don't think that's a good idea now, for what do anybody. You, how do you leverage? Because you'll want to show people that, but then you you'll can't. never want to share it. No. You'll only be able to, like, on your phone, never. Correct. That cannot be pushed out. So Correct. there was a guy that I met once through oh the God. agent to the stars, Andy Sims, who had a flip phone. And on that flip phone, he had a very grainy picture of a very similar, unique circumstance that he was so pleased with that he would show it to you every time you saw him, even if you'd met him 30 times. (laughs) But it was not something he could post either, but it was something that he shared with you every time you saw him. So that'll be what this is. That'll be how that goes. Yeah. 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 That's right. I think I've heard that one. That for same. That's good. Different. Same, but different. I believe you have, yeah. And I'm in yeah. the break going to see if I, if you can I'd, name names, and if you can, uh, if you get, if you have that much of a recall, it's, it's not going to be name naming. I'm okay. not going to be okay. naming names. Okay. I don't have the name, but, but I know that the there scenario. was a. I know that there's a scenario okay. that I do remember. I ended up with a Lombardi at my house. When I then took it around to the bars and made people take pictures with it for money. <laughs> Wait, what? how do you end up with a Lombardi? I'll find the photo. Oh, for <laughs> God's when? sakes! Give <laughs> at what point in your life? Uh, a few years ago. It was at a golf outing, and I borrowed it. The? I'm sure there are many replicas. Correct. I, I would assume that this was a Well, but there's only two. There's one that the team gets, and there's one that the – Yeah, but, like, if you watch on quarterbacks, like Mahomes has Lombardis in his yeah, house. Like I, would, get, like, I would assume that's – It's like a mini made. Lombardi, though. Yeah. Like, it's not like the. Yeah, the. The, there's one that goes to the facility, and then I think there's one in the hall. Yeah. I think there's two. That's how they do the Stanley Cup. There's only two, period. Yeah. That's it. One in – Toronto and one that goes out, yep. man. That's pretty incredible. That was right up that, there. That blew my mind. I did not. See, I did. That would not have been my guesses. <laughs> yeah. Of, th- of articles of clothing you were speaking of, I, I would not have had that. I, I'm curious now to know in the break, obviously, what you were thinking. Well, the Hoff sent us a certain amount of of texts about other things. Yeah. And I, so I was thinking oh, maybe it went down that. Maybe he had some. Maybe maybe he had that. The maybe he had confiscated yeah. some. By the way, it stopped raining just in it time has. for the. For the kids, the youth kids are out here. They're gonna yeah. get a little for the out. children. 
Yeah. Oh, I bet the Chiefs going to love this kid in the U outfit out over here. Oh, I like that a lot. Look at that. Look at the swag on these kids. Is it amazing that I go straight into Buddy Garrity and I'm like, how many of these kids can I get a mailbox in Hudson? <laughs> Move them in. <laughs> some of these guys got some great size. Yeah. I like a couple of these cats. So when you said Buddy Garrity, at first I was thinking the about dog? your dog. No. No, you're thinking Buddy Garrity. Actual, I'm going to get them right. To, yeah, let's get them. we got to get these, we gotta get these boys in here. Get them in the program. Yeah, they got some. They got some nice size there that I like. Uh, we do have some um, some order of business with this team. Well, I'll come back to this to the thought. Um, we signed Gavin Heslop, Derek Kelly, the offensive tackle. Heslop's a corner. Uh, Charles Wiley, uh, Willie, the defensive end. Wiley, Willie, we'll find out. Cam Bright, the linebacker. Miller Forrestall, Jalen Wayne. Uh, release Thomas Graham Jr., Dalen Baldwin on the injury designation, uh, Joseph Charlton, Nate McCrary, and Hunter ah, Fedjo. So, I love Joe. Yeah. So, all right, we'll get a coach. Will be uh, will be at the podium coming up here shortly. We're off and running on a training camp edition of Cleveland Browns Daily 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Tell you what, it's flowing like Grandma Martini's out there right now. <laughs> it really is. The rain is coming down. Not dry. Fill my cup. Of, of wet martini. <laughs> Grandma's cup is running my gear, over. My, my coat is literally protecting the gear in the middle of pebbles. I'm just happy we didn't lose Grandma Martini's. Sounds like it was a close no, call. No, that would have – yeah, you can't have that. that That's such a, a great nickname. <laughs> don't you agree that that is – as you should. I don't have – my mom does not drink, so she is certainly not Grandma Martini's, so she won't get that one. But that's a nickname that has to be earned by – an incredible well, performance over decades. It's appropriate. Feels like it is. Yeah, 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 very much so. Uh, be sure to catch the season debut of the Browns preview show tonight at 7. Ken and Gerard on the University Hospitals Cleveland Browns Radio Network. Browns legend and Hall of Fame inductee Joe Thomas will join the guys live at 7.15. I'm you, not pleased. You think that's probably the – I'm not pleased. You didn't proofread him. I'm not pleased. Stevie, Esteban Uno, no, what Stevie's is the deal? Stock, we're having we're, we're we right dropped now, again. We're dropping a little bit. We have some oh. we have some nervous sellers. It wasn't Joe we Thomas. Have some nervous Joe sellers. Thomas will not join tonight. Joe Thomas is Dorian not on Thompson tonight. Dorian Thompson Robinson will join. Oh, there you go. Well, he's not on tonight. Nor is it the season debut of the Browns. That was last show. week. That was last week. Oh, that's a bad Poor job, we just man. Copy and paste that's a fine. It. That's a bad job out of me because I'm going to start going to start so, finding uh, people. So By the way, he seems nonplussed. Speaking that's of Esteban Uno, he's just like whatever. Jacques not yeah. having it. It's all good. It's all if, if Stevie, learn and live. Learn and live. Yeah. Uh, all right, coach at the podium. Let's coach. Uh, let's uh, uh, yeah, Kevin, pot it up. Please. Okay, guys, fire away. Are you changing anything practice-wise today with the weather? No. If it's lightning, we'll go inside, but otherwise we'll be out here. Kevin. Three defensive linemen weren't practicing yesterday. Mm-hmm. Any update on what the, what their injury status is? Uh, any, any concerns? Yeah, I t- Isaiah Thomas, Alex Wright are going to miss some time with uh, a, a knee injuries, separate knee injuries. Uh, who's the other one you're 
Motors. Uh, was poked in the eye. He should be back. Did they get hurt in the game? Um, did they get hurt in the game? One guy got hurt in the game. One guy got hurt before. When, when you say miss some time, could that bleed into the season? It could. Yeah. And then we saw JOK had his hand wrapped up pretty good. He's, he's, okay. he's fine. Finger. Yeah, he's fine. Did you offer any more clarity on the quarterback play time today? It, no, well, I, want, I always like to talk to the team first uh, about our play time. So I'll cover that with the guys when we get back in on uh, on Wednesday. Uh, we'll, we'll play some guys in this game, but I'll let you guys know uh, as we get closer. It looked like the defense had another good day yesterday. Is there any frustration going on the offense? No. Good days are good for the Browns. Uh, I think both sides are pushing each other. Uh, again, when, when you're when you're at your best, somebody wins a period, and the other side wins a period, and that's just getting good at football is really just pushing each other. And with the, like, it seems like there's been some pressure from the pass rush. So, you know, I, we know that he can escape plays. So is it hard to exactly judge whether or not he'd be able to extend it or how to handle that when there's pressure early? Yeah, I think uh, in the settings when, when you're working against the defensive line and uh, when the defensive lineman wins clean, it's a, obviously going to be a sack. Now, you continue to play the play so that you can get better in your coverage elements down the field you can get better in your routes uh, so there's certain certainly some plays where the you know he, the quarterback's going to have to make a miss when you get into games when you get those real live reps of, of when it's real football Kevin Anthony and Sione both talked about kind of the, their bond kind of becoming stronger as they've kind of gone through this rehab process together can mm -hmm. you can you speak to what you've seen out of those two you know the, the, their relationship yeah well I mean two guys that are you know, big leaders in the linebacker room on the defensive side of the ball and for our football team. Uh, they both play with great passion. They both are uh, great workers in the weight room, in the meeting rooms, you name it. So uh, not surprising that they bond uh, together over those type of things. Finding out the tough guys out here, aren't we? There goes Tom Withers. See you, Tom. <laughs> yeah. um, in terms of Alex and Isaiah, those yeah. guys were really kind of coming along, showing yeah. some nice development, and you know, again, how unfortunate just to kind of have to them. Yeah, as you know, Mary Kay, injuries are uh, our least favorite part about this game. Uh, those guys will both be back, but they're they're going to have to deal with these injuries, and uh, and we'll support them as they do. What's Harrison's? Uh... Uh, injury or, or reason for yeah that's a, a medical condition I'm, I can't really comment on it Kevin I know you've talked about James Hudson a little bit AVP praised him last week said he's matured a lot in, the last, in year three or whatever how have you guys seen that, that part of yeah uh, James has done a nice job you know uh, gives us good reps at right and left uh, you know you love the way he practices and plays former defensive players so he plays with an edge uh, but I thought he's really taken to all the techniques that Coach Peters and Coach Callahan have been working with him constantly, I think you see him taking the technique from individual into the practice periods and into the game. We know Jim wants to rotate a bunch of guys across that D-line. So with those two injuries at end, I know you signed a guy today, but do you have enough bodies like, where you can yeah. to add there? Well, I mean, you monitor every position, but feel comfortable with the guys that we have. We talked to, to Brandon yesterday and then Jason today, and one of the things they like is those different body types in both of those rooms, mm -hmm. the cornerback room and the linebacker room. How important is it to have guys who look different, play different, just all those different types of guys? Yeah, I mean, they come in all shapes and sizes, and I think you've seen uh, certainly at the linebacker position, at, at DB, at corner, 
Uh, you know, there's guys that have won with great size and length. I think back to my days uh, growing up with Bobby Taylor at the Eagles. He was drafted to be a Michael Irvin stopper. Uh, and then you had some smaller corners that, I, you know, I was around for Antoine Winfield, who was as tough as they come. So uh, there's a variety of ways to win. So not surprised uh, that our coaches feel that way, and I feel that same way too. At, at linebacker, uh, we have, you can have some guys that are thumpers that are big. Uh, been around some guys that are considered stand-up nose guards. Then you have guys that are a little bit more sideline to sideline and can win with speed and can win with uh, power as well. Kevin, one of the one-on-one matchups that's been somewhat entertaining to watch from the outside looking in has been Denzel and Elijah Moore. Just, um, you know, the back-and-forth competition between them, how do you how do you feel about that, and just how much better are they making each other? Yeah, I thought, you know, these guys are so competitive, and those are two great players. And they knew that we always do that with our one-on-ones. The last rep is for push-ups, and, and both, both those guys wanted to go. It wasn't going to be those two guys, and then Elijah and Denzel kind of demanded that they wanted one more rep. Uh, they're going to they're gonna go uh, – one guy's going to win one day, the other guy's going to win the next day. It's just what you get with great players. But – I think there's a great message in there for all of our players, our young guys in particular, where iron sharpens iron. And, and you want to go good versus good as often as you can because it's only going to make you better. Kevin, as far as uh, you know, practicing kind of in the rain and on a wet field, mm-hmm. any concern whatsoever about a, a slippery track and what that means? Eh, it's brings? football. <laughs> you know, you got you to get, you, you get used to playing in the conditions. Coach, from an identity standpoint, are you happy with where you are right now identity yeah, I think you're building your identity throughout training camp and throughout the preseason. Uh, I think for us, we really focus on uh, our work. We focus on today, and I think that builds into our identity where we don't get too far ahead of ourselves, uh, but we want to make sure that we're keeping the main thing, the main thing, and for us, that's practice today. From the point that you got to on Jones in after the draft to what you saw from him Thursday, how far do you feel like he's come in this time span? Yeah, young player uh, coming along, uh, had some good moments, had some moments that he, he needs to get better at. So I just see a, a young player who's a work in progress like all of our young players. But, you know, the nice part about Dewan, uh, he, he, he works, and, and you have to when you're, you know, getting coached by Coach Callahan and Coach Peters and Coach DeCoster and, and with the offensive line that we have, uh, you're, you're going to work. And, and he uh, he's made sure that every day he shows up here and, and he's putting in that work. Yeah. Has there been like a certain phrase or catching saying or model that's been catching on the locker room to kind of add into that? Not that I know of. Uh, you know, you, those things do happen organically, uh, but not that nothing jumps out to mind. Kevin, being asked about uh, the offense kind of winning sometimes, having ups yeah. and downs, how do you mentally help them mentally balance a day where they're maybe up and then the next day they're down? I feel like that's a process, isn't it? Yeah, and that's that's football. You're going to have a good quarter followed by a tough quarter. You're going to throw an interception potentially. You know, you got to bounce back. So, you know, one of the things we talk a lot, we talk about a lot, is resiliency. And if you don't have that, you're not going to make it very long in football because you're just going to you face tough times week in and week out. Sometimes by quarters. Sometimes it's every third game. You know, the tough times are coming. You really just have to have that mentality that we're going to bounce back. Good. Okay, thanks, guys. All right, there's Coach at the podium. Uh, we're going to take a quick timeout, some stuff to get into there, including that injury report. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate 
or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Bo here for my team at Renew Home Exteriors. Now introducing new Ascend Composite Clad Siding featuring a beautiful deep grain look in 20 available colors. Keep that just installed look for a lifetime with this low maintenance siding. Plus, with Renew's price match guarantee, you can be assured you're going to receive the best price for your exterior project even after you buy. Renew Home Exteriors, superior products, superior service. Visit my friends at RenewEstimate.com for more. You heard from Coach there. I mean, it's pour- It's pouring. Dude. It it's been pouring for about is, 25, 30 minutes. Um, it, there is water standing um, on some of these uh, the sidewalks here around the facility. Um, it's pouring. It's pouring. I mean, this is a downpour. Listen, you're going to play in Cleveland. You're going to get some games like this. It just is a, a fact here. So I guess Kevin Svansky thinks why not get a little bit of experience at the quarterback throwing the wet ball. I'm sure the defense is excited. But, you know, you just want to make sure everybody's able to keep their footing and that, you know, we got some guys already out with some injuries, and obviously you don't want any more coming out of a training camp practice here today. So I think it'll be good for the quarterbacks. You know, you think about Dorian yeah. Thompson-Robinson playing out in UCLA in the pack. what used to be the Pac-12, now is the Pac-2. Four still. Who's for the left? Moment. Arizona, or, uh, Cal, Stanford, Oregon State, and Washington State. But Cal and Stanford, I feel like, are going to end up. Cal's got no – they got nothing. They have no prospects. Cal has nothing. Stanford has a an endowment of $36 billion. Yeah. So if they wanted to, like, find a way, I would say that, real as a quick aside, my hunch is that the play could be um, you basically force Notre Dame and you bring Stanford along. Yeah, Stanford into and the Big Ten. Notre Dame into the Big and Ten. Absolutely. Whatever. Cal's nothing. That's sad for Cal. It is. So many great, such a great lineage. So many great yeah. pros came oh, I know. out of there. Yeah. Yeah, but that's the reality of it. Just a stunning yeah. amount of arrogance out of that conference. But, but uh, nonetheless. Nonetheless, our team running out, and it is pouring yes, still. It is pouring. I mean, it is it is a deluge. I think that's the correct use of the word. Um, I believe in every it is. Sense. Yeah. 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 It is. It's it's nuts. So uh, you're going to get a real look, I think, of, of – I love the point about DTR. Like, he looks so good on Thursday night. Yeah. Um, you know, these are the type of games that you could see here. We, we what was a downpour of the opener with Pittsburgh? Yeah, that was a, f- a few a years, years back. ago. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then we had the downpours in like a row with the Raiders, the Eagles, and the Texans in that right. 2020 season. We had three games in a row that were just Deshaun played horrific. In here he in did. That. He yeah, did play in it. Um, so yeah, that's listen, they're getting a taste of it, boy. I'll tell you what, they're going to get a taste of it. This is. These are imagine, far from ideal conditions. But I have to imagine for some this is kind of fun, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everybody like wants being to a play kid. in the yeah. slop. Like you're a kid, yeah. you know? So it looks like Tanner McAllister, I see, jogging out in shorts with a wrap on his leg, so he will not practice the young safety out of Ohio State. But I do see Sione Takitaki in pads today. You like to see that. Looks like he will be giving it a go. Joel Batonio is not scared of a little rain. No. Look at that guy. He is not afraid at all. Wiley will be wearing number 59 for those people who are wondering about the signing that he was signed today. Let's uh, talk about a couple of these injuries we sure. had at defensive end, which is uh, this stacked up in a hurry. There's Miles to the joy of the children. Miles is excited. He's got a little pep in his step. Look at him. 
Look at the excitement for Miles. He's happy. He is. He's, he's really embracing everything. It's actually it's really fun to see. Yeah, it is. That was really cool just to see him uh, prance out there and bounce around. By the way, little NFL Thursday Night Football TV rankings. All right. Jets-Browns preseason game averaged 6.3 million on NBC, yep. the most watched pro football Hall of Fame game since 2018. Yep. More than the 2023 NBA playoffs. That's right. Stanley Cup final. Jeez. That's right. And the 2022 Field of Dreams game. That's why they why don't they there, don't need to play the dudes. You'll watch anyway. Yes, yep. it's your first taste watch of football anyway. It, they don't need to play them. It's, I wish they would, but they don't need to. It's your first taste of football. It's always an exciting thing to see. And quite frankly, I think certainly from our team, I mean that's the best set of second stringers and third stringers we've had. Really, third stringers. I mean, there I mean, was the actually was some joy. Amen. Amen to that. Because <laughs> you, you know, back in the days when we would have those preseason games, and oh like my God. our third strings were not good. No, and it was tough to watch. I mean, that's the one of the differences with this team. Our third string offensive line featured in this game. Well, Dewan Jones went the whole game at right tackle. Yep. You had Luke Whipler who was you know, two-time second-team All-Big Ten center from Ohio State, who I thought had a phenomenal game. He was. Both those guys were great. Your right guard was Colby Gossett, and Colby Gossett has played 36 games. He started nine, started games last year for the Atlanta Falcons. That's your third-string right guard. Yep. And then your third-string left guard was Wes Martin, who is also one of those venerable veterans who has played 30 uh, in his career, 38 games with 11 starts with Washington and the Giants. So our third stringers are, in the past, they were undrafted free agents, and now they're guys who have played 30-plus games in the league and have between them 20 starts. And then Hunter Tedford was at left tackle. That didn't work out well, and, and he was released. No, but, I mean, yeah, like the quality was there. Yes. That moment, those kids holding up their hand because they touched Nick Chubb's hand. Oh, baby. So there's a Look, row of kids that are they running won't through it. that are the players run through like they do every every training game practice in, in these group of kids. Like the kids were running around with Nick Chubb touch this hand. Love um, it. All right, so I think the most pressing thing is we had two DNs go down. Yes. Now, the good news is you're talking about DNs likely. Oh, here comes Deshaun back for the kids. They are, lose, they are coming They're unglued. They're going to lose it, yep. They're coming unglued. Yeah, that's cool. That's a great moment. It's awesome. Meet, oh, a, and then one more time through. One more time through the double. You love it. Again, Deshaun, Thornhill, and then Delpit back-to-back, double deuces. Not bad. I don't Not know that I've ever seen orange spat on a shoe like Deshaun has. It's beautiful. Orange tape. It's a, it's a nice-looking tape. It's, yeah. it's a nice looking a nice looking set of tape there. But listen, these kids don't mind the rain. I mean, at this point, they're in a swimming pool. But back to what it's you just, were talking about. It just yeah. jumped up a notch. This is like Caddyshack now. No, it's pouring. I mean, it, I thought it was going to die out. Yeah. Not. It jumped. Look the, at Gibby. The bishop's on, like, number nine at we're, this point. I am oh, just yeah. trying to keep things. Gibby. Semi-dry. When's it going to end? You're the official You're the, By the way, the program. This was, it, was like, it was down to, like, a 20%, 25% chance. Uh, I don't oh, know. They're oh. going nuts for the Chief. All the kids in the U stuff. Oh, yeah. Look at love them. It. Let's dance. Oh, baby. Um, I, I don't know. It's literally just hanging over the top of us. Yes. All right. 
Back to what you're saying on the defensive Back end. Back to the injuries. Injuries. So it sounds like Alex Wright and Isaiah Thomas, two second-year players for the Browns, uh, will miss some time. And now for Alex Wright, he was looking to be, and will be, uh, it didn't sound like he's missing the season or anything like that, he'll be the fourth defensive end. So your top three are still there. you got Obo Okoronko, Zadarius Smith, and, of course, the incomparable Miles Garrett. This is a room where you've got tons of depth, though. You also have Isaiah McGuire there, uh, your fourth-round pick this year. So if you went into it and he was all of a sudden your fourth defensive end, nothing wrong with that. And then Sam Kamal. Mara is a guy that I talked about a lot during the broadcast, uh, number 92. He's playing defensive end and defensive tackle for this team, and I'm told keep your eye on him. Maybe because of his versatility, maybe a little bit of a sleeper as an interior rusher showed in that game. He got a great pressure off the edge and a quarterback hit. He also had a tackle for a loss while playing defensive tackle, so he's somebody that I think will get more opportunities now with these injuries and something to keep an eye on there. Little special teams drill to get it started oh, there here. Go. Yeah, there goes. little punt. Jakeem Grant out here in pads. What I'm curious about with him today is to see, will we see him? Oh man, gloves thrown. Oh boy, it is a mad oh, scramble. Boy. Oh baby, the young guy got it from the U. Look at him. I'm telling you. Oh boy, we dropped one though. We had a drop. Oh man. Oh boy, this is. Yeah, so we we Somebody threw some gloves at the fellas. They did not have cleats. So it's some, a lot of slipping. A lot of slipping and sliding. Out of them. That's right, yeah. yeah. Um, but with Jakeem, it'll be curious to see him. Do, I want to see him do some things as a returner, and then you want to see him do some things, you know, as a wide receiver. And I think, you know, we should get an update on Marquise Goodwin hopefully soon. I see him out here today with a helmet on but in shorts, and hopefully that's a good sign not in his pads, um, not practicing but obviously in a helmet. So I, I like to see that. We had uh, talked about that from a timetable standpoint yeah. that – they would know sooner rather than later whether he could or not. Right. So, like, right. that feels like we're approaching we're approaching know, that preseason game on Friday. So, yeah. you would think that you'd and get so a little better feel on if that. If he's in, obviously he's in. If he's if he's unable to be there, I think it opens up a, a competition. Jalen Darden still remains sidelined, and he's a guy I think really would have had a chance to seize that. Austin Watkins has caught the coach's attention, probably caught all your attention uh, with his performance in the Hall of Fame game, that beautiful route on the 22-yard touchdown strike from DTR. Um Nice kid, too. Got a chance to talk with him earlier today. Very nice kid. Humble kid. Uh, excited excited about his opportunity here with the Cleveland Browns, that's for sure. But it's going to be interesting. I think there are some questions, and obviously injuries create some questions in the defensive line room. And then at the receiver room, you know, good win. You know, and, then, and the real question is, does David Bell have the juice? You know, and that's something I think this is a very important preseason for him and a very important training camp I mean, to, you're talking to show about that. You know, I mean, you're talking about guys who were mid, high mid-round picks, third-round picks in Schwartz and Bell. Yeah, that needed one of them needed to be a dude, and so I don't um, think that, I think with with yeah. Anthony, that's probably past that's, tense. I think that's right. Um, it's just not going to be there. Bell, it's it's he's a confounding one because you know he's so not as twitchy as you'd want, but he no. was always someone who caught everything near him in college, going against the best competition too. So. Um, you know, some of these other cats have stepped up, though, for sure. Tillman's a dude. Tillman is you don't going say. to be a dude. Look at him. Yeah, look at him. Is right. I mean, that route he's not that gonna he be, ran. Hey, kids out there, don't buy those 89s. I don't, I don't think, think he's going to be, be an 89, 89 for very long. Agreed. I think that he'll be in a different digit um, probably before uh, before the season starts. I think you're guess. right about that. Um, I, I don't think that's the way that's going to go. There's see Greg trotting off. Greg not practicing today. Greg Newsom, our, our cornerback, but I'm told that he is getting – very close to a return, which is good news. Again, nothing. You know, I think obviously you want to be able to get him get some work in the week in Philly, 
Yeah. Uh, so I think that's a, one of the hopes is that that's he will be ready for that that set of joint practices there in Philly. But we'll see. you got to bring people in. And at this time of year, that's why, you know, you've really kind of turned around and brought guys in. You need to bring in a tight end because you only had two tight ends. All right, looks like maybe in 20 minutes, a little bit of a break in the rain. It doesn't say the end of the rain. It says a break. A break in the rain A break in, in the rain in 20 minutes. So that's nice. We have that to look So far, to. we're all right. There's um, no leaks. Yeah, we're doing great. I had to pick up your bag because it looks like we're starting to get a little pooling behind us. But Oh, boy. Oh, baby. Look well, at that. We're elevated. So we got elevated. Our perch nice. is okay here. Our perch is yeah, we're, okay. We're doing all right. Um, but, yeah, we signed a linebacker because, you know, we only had four linebackers active in the first preseason game. We signed a tight end because we only had two tight ends active. We signed a tackle because yeah. we only had three tackles active in that first preseason game. Then now we got to get a defensive end in here to, to help out. And you need bodies at corner. Thomas Graham waved injured. You know, you need a, another receiver, just a body there, because Baldwin uh, was waved injured. And then you also released Rashawn Henry today. So, yeah, they're just – you need camp bodies still. You need guys yeah. to get reps in practice yeah. and then, you know, be and able to get some to reps play at these the end games. of the games. Right, and you guys to play the fourth yeah, quarter guys of these guys have got to go out there and play those games. Yeah. Oh, uh, look at this guy. Look at the great Joe Coming Hayden. Coming up next, the great Joe Hayden going to join us here. In the rain. Looking spectacular, though. Yeah, have that is. to look forward to coming up next. The great Joe Hayden. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet. Sports betting partner, your Cleveland Browns, coming soon to Ohio on 850. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Elk and Elk, serious lawyers, serious injuries. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO for a free case review. Elk and Elk's proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. Hour two, practice underway here in Berea. A little bit of a let-up in the rain. Joe Hayden. Yep. Good to see you, man. Yeah, great to be here. Great so, to be here. Yes. You've probably never practiced in rain like this in your career. I'm guessing. Not, never. Not once. <laughs> <laughs> Florida, you would... You would just stand in it. Oh, yeah. Just, I, I had pull, somebody say, oh, it's, it's humid, it's muggy. I'm like, you, you don't understand. You've never been to Gainesville. Yes. That's Gainesville, a different Florida's, level. Yeah, no, for sure. We were just standing out there, full embrace it. Got to. That's it. Got to. Is this fun for a player to get to when it's like this? Does it make it a little more fun, or is, that, is it annoying? It, it's not fun at all. It's actually annoying. But for, I think for the defensive backs, it makes it a little bit easier because you just got to be a deep – Breakup, pass breakups are a lot easier in the rain. It's harder for the offense to throw the ball. So I think it's easier for the DBs. It's a hard day for the quarterbacks, uh, ball carrying. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a real good day for making sure you try to punch that ball out. So ball security big time. Yeah, I love it. Did It was interesting. When Miles came out, like he was skipping. Like the big guys, and I could even tell Batonio seemed like he was excited about this. Oh, yeah, yeah. The big, big guys like this? Big dudes like this a lot. It's definitely it's just the skilled players, the quarterbacks, and the receivers do not like the rain. Yeah, they're not happy. They want not, a perfect environment. They're like, why aren't we in a dome? Oh, come on, guys. What are we doing here? Yeah, what are we doing here? <laughs> All right, Joe. Help. We, we opened the show for about 20 minutes and, and regaled with tales of, of our experiences over the weekend, honoring Joe Thomas, the great party, the festivities, all of that. What was that like for you? First teammate, obviously, going into the to the Hall of Fame, coming in. I saw you get mobbed by the Browns fans, yes. feeling all the love. So what was this like experience for you coming back and, and, and kind of from the, the time you landed and, and going through the party and everything? It's been a crazy, crazy experience. You know, this is my first time going to the Hall of Fame for this, for, for to see the inductees get inducted. 
sucked it. Then to be in one of my teammates that I played with that I really, really, really love. Um, such a good dude. And the to best. See, the best ever. And yeah. just to see him being able to, like, just uh, receive the full embrace. You know, when you're in it, you can't do it. You can't never really relax. But when I saw him put that jacket on and, like, really exhale, I just felt that. Like, I felt that so much. And his kids ran on him, uh, gave him the love. So just being able to see him uh, – get his flowers while he's still here you know what i'm saying and yeah. like it was just a really really big moment so i was it's been goosebumps and chills and uh just love all around this week i saw the emotion in your face on yeah. that was friday night yeah, oh yeah like, oh, like yeah. you could see yeah, like it, it it got you i mean it was just so many hall of famers there too it's like 106 like you you play the game to be the best and i know when i was here that's what you just you you work so hard and you grind and you fight and uh once you are there in the hall and you have that bust and you get that jacket, it's like all that work I did, it was worth something. Like I did it for this. Y'all be remembered forever. So that just is it's real it's real big when you want to be the best. And Joti obviously did the work, put the work in, and now he's done. He can finally sit down and like just be, be a Hall of Famer, be the GOAT. Yeah, and enjoy himself, which certainly he did. I want to ask you about your attire for the enshrinement ceremony. We saw you walking in. You were looking great in that suit. And then the first thing we said is like, our guy's going to be hot. He's going to be hot. Oh. Our guy's going to be hot. <laughs> torching. Torching hot. You know, I was, man, I, you know, brought it business. I had, by the end of the thing, I had my shirt completely unbuttoned. My sleeves were all the way rolled up. I had the pants legs up. Yeah, it was, you, it was, you and Cam Irving came in looking great. Well, we you came did. in thinking, I was like, it. what am I doing? <laughs> Everybody else had the Browns T-shirts on. I, like, I should have wore a jersey, and then I been, jersey with shorts, I would have been fine. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I came full-blown right. suit, right. linen yeah. suit, like a wild man. <laughs> <laughs> it was great, though. It, it was, was great. It was. And the Jordans looked great. Jordans looked great. Top the and bottom. The outfit was incredible. It was an incredible outfit. It was hot. Yeah, it, was it, was, it was hot. Sad it was hot. Yeah. It was hot. <laughs> what, did you – I mean, you you're, you do what you do. You've been around stars forever, man. But was there – did you run into somebody down there that you were like, whoa, like you almost revert back to being a fan again? Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Every time I see Peyton Manning, it's just – it. He's, he's like an outer body guy for me. I mean, I, I love the dude. He's, su he's such a good quarterback, one of the best to do it. But just, just seeing Peyton in person, is, it never gets old to me. And he's such a – he's a surprisingly big guy. Yes. People I think, don't realize. Yeah, how yeah. big he is and yeah. how like it's tall but also too. thick. Monstrous melon. Yeah. Yeah, and he's a funny guy. Hey, that's, he's like, hilarious. The conversation, you're going to get a good one out of him. So yeah. that's yeah. always – you're going to be a good time. Yeah. What did you think you've been, I'm sure, to many uh, an elite soiree – what did you think of the uh, the party that the uh, the Hoff threw on Saturday night? Oh man, he did that. That was a good one. The fireworks, <laughs> the tattoos. I went and got tatted yeah. in that thing. I got three. I got a. I got a. Went and got a Cavs tattoo. I went and got a '73 for my boy Joe T. I'm doing all of my Hall of Fame. All of my Hall of Fame teammates that I ever played with, I made a thing. If they go to Hall, you're getting a little tat on Jody. So the number '73 is the first one. That's the first. We'll see one. a couple more coming. Yeah, that yeah, is you awesome. Well, it's. Funny, like I didn't think it was real. Oh, they was like, "How oh, good?" Those is, are real. They tattoos. say, "Oh yeah, how good is that? Oh, how fun was the party?" I left with three tattoos. Yeah. Let me just tell you, it was a, it was a good party. It was a great time. That's how you know. A lot of people, a lot of people left with a lot of tattoos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was. I was, I was looking at those two lines with the jewelry and that, and I was trying to wrap my head around that one. I could wrap my head around the other one. Well, I yep. thought, yeah, there, there you go. Yeah, the other one I the, thought the infinity bracelets. Yeah, exactly. I like that. Man. Yes, that was nice. Yeah, every single – I thought the coolest thing – we talked about this off the top, Joe, and you obviously have known him for so long. But ev there was no detail that wasn't thought of. It was all so curated. Mm -hmm. and we had Joe on the show – this is probably a couple of years ago – when we just were talking about process. And he went through like this – was it eight steps? It was like 
40 from, I mean, the, from the play, from the call, play to call to the, to the, the yeah, snap. Yeah, this process that he had. Minutes. It was 20 minutes of everything that he did leading to a snap. And it feels like that's, I mean, you knew him better than anybody longer. That's the way that he approached life, everything. Like there's Whatever no half-assed for him. It's no. all in always. Yeah, you no, know, for sure. But that's 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 what all hope. That's what all people that want to be great. That's what all people that are just have a have a drive just to be the best at everything. You know what I'm saying? I think with his uh, just his business that he wants to do after football, just his mindset with his with his kids, with his family. I think he takes everything just really seriously, but in a good way. You know what I'm saying? Just thriving to be successful. Yeah. One of the things I thought was fun, and I think you and I were talking about this at the end of the night, was like you have somebody who made it to the absolute pinnacle of their profession. Now you could argue, like, he's at least, there is a legit argument you made that he's the best left tackle ever. Yes. He's certainly in the ultimate football game ever. He's going to start left tackle for one of the two teams if they ever made yep. this theoretical yes. ultimate yes. football game. And it's somebody that is so dedicated to that, but then also can be so normal and fun and get after it with his boys mm -hmm. from – high school and his boys from college and his boys from the NFL and then his yeah. boys that he made after being a player yeah. that you can still be he still is like normal like you think sometimes maybe to have that level of greatness and obsession yeah. or something maybe you're not normal and he's just yeah. like the best he's the best he's normal normal Joe at the end of the day and and just can be able to kick it. it let loose go dance go just have a fun time gold man. jacket so, and flip-flops gold jacket and flip-flops amazing yeah. he was on a boat when he got drafted man. Come on, guys. You know, he's just the most normal dude but he's the most elite yeah. dude at the how, same time how crazy is it for you because you played with him and shared the locker room yeah. with him that I feel like he looks 15 years younger now My and in the same way man. better shape now than even when he was drafted let yep. alone like mm -hmm. in his career is it wild to see the way that he's even transformed his body I know, for after sure. playing? A thousand percent. Like, he, he looks amazing. Yeah. The dude looks like he's, I want to call him, he's Benjamin Button. That's he's, Benjamin really, Button. He's, yeah, he's going yes. backwards. He's, he's Asian backwards. Half Button. Yes, yes, yes. But Joe T, he's, he's definitely, definitely that guy. We're, we're, okay, so this is year, this is week, uh, the third full week starting, right? Of training camp. Of okay. training camp. Yes. Take us back to when you played. What type of benchmarks, week three training camp, what's going through your head what what are the where are you at in, as an athlete week three of training camp? Right still now, a long way to go. Still a long way to go. Right now you're getting really really fresh. You're trying to be you're supposed to be game ready right now. Basically, you're one starting to feel primed up, getting those hamstrings, getting everything loose. Um, you, you know the playbook, you know the play calls. You're been past that. Yep. Now you're really just trying to figure out schemes of how you want to do when you get your uh, first preseason game that you're going to play. Like around the third preseason, what's it, the third preseason game now? So we had. This is our second. This is our your second, second. But the but starters are going to play this. Yeah, week. They're, they're treating, treating it like, it's, yeah, like okay, it's all okay, different yeah. now. It just yeah, depending on where that that's kind of what's my factor of letting us know: Are we going to play the second game? How long are we going to yeah. play? What's the game where we play until halftime? That's the game where you know you need to be. That'll probably ready be the for. last one in Kansas City. Okay. So the way they have it laid out is because we got back from the Greenbrier Hall of Fame game was all the young guys. This week starters will play some. Kevin's fancy said that he'll let everybody know the plan on Wednesday. Then the next week we go to Philly for joint practices, so that'll be all the work okay, for the starters, okay, okay. and then they won't play that game. And then the preseason finale, the final tune-up, will be at Kansas City, and I think they'll play in that one. Yeah, so but right now, health. You're just trying to stay as healthy as you possibly can. Like, you know, it's, it's you, your pad, pads are on, you're running around, and especially with, like, rainy days and stuff like that, just making sure you're taking care of each other because um, the preseason game will main thing, you got to get to the season. You want to get those starters there healthy and ready to go. So right now it's basically – just making sure you can start to stay healthy as possible. You mentioned the hamstrings. One of the things we keep yeah. talking about is it feels like every year 
you know, everybody's getting more finely tuned, right? Mm -hmm. You're getting your body even closer to the limit, like a high performance, like a Formula One car. So yeah. there are chances that, you know, you can break because you can't grow your tendons, you can't grow your ligaments mm -hmm. and all of that. How did you, as somebody, you were always healthy, it felt like, with the Cleveland Browns. How did you kind of know your body well enough to be able to get right up to that limit but never kind of really push past it? Um, I think it's really good. The, the, the training staff here, Joe Sheen, he does a really, really good job of knowing how much mileage you have on your body if he starts feeling like that. You just looking at, and just communicating, open communication with your training staff and letting them know how you feel, how your body feels, and then PT. You have to start doing things off of the field that just aren't the normal. You got to have somebody that's working with you. You got to have that stem. got to have somebody massaging you, yoga, things like that. So I think just um, investing in your body and making sure that you're kind of aware of what your body needs and talking to your training staff with them and just kind of having a plan to get you to game day, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's it, the amount of thought that goes into that. We, we're going to Philly next week. When you think about – for us, we always think, like, well, we've been saying this. Like, Philly's one of the best teams in the league. And we go, we should have a pretty good idea, like, what we are mm -hmm. in those joint practices. As a player, how, how did you approach those when you were involved? How should they approach those? Is that as big of a barometer to you playing as it seems like it is to us? I mean, big time. When you're playing, when you're coming through camp and you're going against your teammates every day, you're trying to be very, very competitive. Like, you want one, ones versus ones. Uh, I know they're definitely competing. But having another team against you is literally like that. It's you want to show them how good you really are. So it's really, really competitive. It's the most. It's way more game-like than when you're having training camp yeah. practices. So, I mean, definitely the team, we take it very, very seriously because it's like the first time you've been hitting hitting your same teammates all the time. Now you have a real other team. That's a, you're going to a Super Bowl champion team. You know what I'm saying? We, yeah. played, we did it against Buffalo, and now you're going against uh, uh, Philly. So just definitely everybody's measuring themselves. You want to see what, what it's like, where it's at. You know, so it's going to be th – th those are – I do not like joint practices because they get – People get a, you can get you can get real tough guy syndrome out there. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. People go to a lot of fights for no reason. So it's really you want to stay safe, but at practice, off the without the game, when you can't get thrown out, it's a little people get a little uh, gangster out there. Not you personally, because this did you were not one of the people that were affected in, in those joint practices with Buffalo in 15. But I remember coming out of it, and other parts of our roster really struggled. And I remember mm -hmm. coming out of that being like. Oh man, like maybe this season is not going to be what we thought. Is that something like players? Is it kind of a barometer where we come out of there and you're like, like we got to go? Like, yeah, this was oh, not okay. A thousand percent, because you only know what you know because you're going against your guys. You're here, you're yep, keeping yep, it in house. Yep. But then when you go against another team, it's still it's, they're on the same amount of schedule that you had. You had the same amount of training camp, same amount of practice. So if they're already at this level, I know we're going to season's going to come. You're going to get right, but. It's definitely a measuring stick, and we take that serious. Like, well, we out there covering these dudes, or you getting bombed up? Like, that's not – it's not a good feeling at all. Yeah, no no doubt about it. <laughs> Did you ever do anything – like, we went to the Greenbrier this year. Did you ever do anything I, with us where you guys went away like that or even when you went with, were with Pittsburgh where you kind of had a week away and probably kind of a cool way to start training camp, honestly? I don't, I don't think I've did that before. Yeah. No. Would like you have liked that? Site. Yeah, we well, we did like a, you guys we, go to they Latrobe, do Latrobe. Right? We do Latrobe yeah. there, so we did the whole time. It's not like a week thing. Sure. We're, we're literally out there for the entire training camp. And but that's like dorm situation. That's like dorm situation. Okay. That's yeah, 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 that's tough. That's tough. <laughs> that <is. laughs> that's tough. It's jail cell. But you're really you're with the dudes. You're off. So I can, I can see why people would want to do an off campus thing because yeah. people don't really you don't have nowhere to go. You have nowhere to go. So everybody, you're going to get that team bonding after practice. The most thing you're going to do is get some dudes on FIFA playing cards. But yeah. you're kicking it together. Yeah, FIFA. 
FIFA. As you say, yeah. Just got, got him got, into it this summer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sick at FIFA. So, oh, baby. Sick at FIFA. Oh, baby. I, yeah. I yeah. Take us to the cleaners, no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. Who's your squad? Yeah. Uh, obviously, PSG. P- that's, yeah, you know, that's, that's I put I him on that. that role. Yeah. My, my, mid- my oldest son, I always play with Madrid. I'm like, you have to earn the right to play Madrid. <laughs> so I make him play like Bayern or City. Yeah, yeah, before. And if he can't win, then I'm like, you don't get Madrid. Oh, I love it. You don't get I it. I love so it. For it. sure. So you got to earn build it. His way so up. I've been playing for a couple of weeks when we were at the Greenbrier, and we ended up playing a little bit with, uh, with AP, our, our writer, and – all of a sudden, he's like doing these things. I'm like, "What is? Why are your guys doing these things?" He's like, "It's tactics." And I'm like, "What yeah. do you mean tactics?" He's like, "Oh yeah, you can Joe go knows. in here oh, yeah. and change this." And yes. then all of a sudden, I'll be like, "Oh, I want to be a fast build offense with forward runs." And there then all of a sudden, go. I'm getting out to Mbappe, and yeah. I'm like, "Now it's goals here, goals passes. there, yeah, a lot, yeah, a lot, a lot of, of lead, uh, through passes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the through pass, yeah. I run, I run a, uh, I put Mbappe obviously at the front. I got Neymar on one side. I actually put Solar on the other, and I put Messi as like a center attacking midi right behind Mbappe. So oh I use him to like oh, you're cheating. feed and distribute. <laughs> yeah, and he That's throws the through ball. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. They're fun. Their D's not good enough, though. When you play somebody who knows they're doing, I feel like yeah, it's hard yeah. to get the D to hold up for PSG. So for you sure. got to, it's a shootout situation. You got to outscore, outscore them. them. Yeah. yeah. Speaking Absolutely. of outscoring, we're going to have to outscore some people in the AFC this year, yes. Joe. And uh, we can talk about this roster, and we have. We do it every day. It's a, it's a, it's a really good roster. Um, but. Deshaun has to get back to what he was a couple of years ago. Yes. What will you be looking for from him in these practices, in these preseason games, in that the the work that he does in Philly to let you to lead you to believe that he is what he once was? I want to see him be very very comfortable. I want to see him just being able to do the play calls. I want to see him be accurate with the ball, being comfortable in the pocket. I know what his legs are, you know what I'm saying, but I just want to see what he looks like in the pass game, being able to just be in full control of the offense, you know, um, putting the ball on point because we already know, like, with athleticism, he's going to be able to escape. He's going to be able to get those third down plays where we need him to run and get that first down for us. But just I want to see the ball placement and then we have Nick Chubb too, so – He's yeah. not going to have to go crazy. So just being able to hand that thing off to him. But just during the preseason, I want to see ball placement. I want to see him just in control of the offense. I want to see him feeling comfortable again. That's the word. And that's, that's the word that word, I think yeah. a lot of people have used about it. I actually talked with Amari uh, earlier, a guy you did battle with many, many times. And he he just – he was smiling. He said he could just tell he's he's a different guy. Mm-hmm. you know. And he said, I'm very direct. I asked him, I was like, what's different? Yeah. You know? And he said – Everything, basically. And so I think that obviously is a huge thing for us. When you kind of flip it around, I know you'll be watching the corners. Uh, You got a chance to talk with Denzel, who's kind of following in your footsteps as the Pro Bowl lockdown corner for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, When you see – First of all, how was it talking to him, and is that fun when you get to talk to, like, the next kind of generation at your position with this team? No, for sure, and especially when you kind of know – where he's he's in Cleveland, I, we're kind of like in the same exact position. I know he got he got his deal, and he's more going to be in a leadership role. Just wanted to see like he's not really the most outspoken, most vocal guy, but just seeing now how everybody's going to be in that DB room looking up to him, safeties, corners, and all. So just being able now to be feeling more comfortable to talk to these dudes, let lead them lead yeah. the room more vocally, and uh, I think that'll help help him out in his career and help out the help out the back end. I'll tell you, a young guy who's already kind of a leader, 15 pass breakups last year, which was third among all rookies, wearing a 23. And oh, we man. know that a, yes. a Browns corner wearing 23 has got to be a baller. For sure. So MJ Emerson <laughs> yes. holding up the legacy. What a – what do you like about his game? Uh, I like his I like his height. I like his length. I like his speed. Um, I like he's not scared to play press coverage. Um, so, you know, just that that right there. And then with him being a, uh, so young in the game, 
only thing he can do is get better with learning more tape, learning more film, studying these guys, you know what I'm saying? Because he has the athletic ability to run and jump with all of them. So if you know what they're doing before they do now, it's just going to put your game to a whole nother level. So I think film study with him moving forward is going to put his game to the next level. Thanks He's for stopping by, buddy. Oh, for uh, sure. Thanks for having me, brother. Great show. Great show. Yes. My God. Yes. On, on set with us here in Berea. Coming up next, uh, some of the highlights from the Hoff speech, and we'll continue to keep you monitored on what's going on out here at practice. The rain has slowed down a little bit. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Belly Bet, sports betting partner, Cleveland Browns, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Pumpkin Waste Recycling, the recycling leader in Cleveland, family owned and operated. They know how to take care of your waste responsibly, whether you're a resident or a business. Learn more, visit rumkey.com. Uh, in addition to that, the Browns' 2023 schedule is here. Get your single-game tickets now for all the great matchups at Cleveland Browns Stadium. Visit clevelandbrowns.com slash tickets to purchase today. The rain has stopped for the moment after it rained pretty hard for about an hour. I saw Denzel just come out there. Uh, no pads for him today, so he's taking it easy over on the other sidelines. Yeah, you're seeing a lot of guys kind of get veteran days and in that cornerback room. You know, no Greg Newsom, no Denzel today. So MJ Emerson will be your true number one. We're seeing some good one-on-ones. Grant Delpit with some nice coverage out there on David Bell right now. And I think Grant Delpit's going to have a great year. But a great opportunity for, you know, A.J. Green, for Cam Mitchell, who showed so much in that Hall of Fame game. Caleb Biggers had a nice, a nice spot in that Hall of Fame game. Deshaun Watson looking for Donovan Peoples-Jones on MJ. That'll be a good battle right there between those two. What happened two. on the release on that? That ball just come out? crooked either that or he was looking for a back shoulder but it was it was a it was it didn't look it looked like peyton, <laughs> not how they normally peyton look manning old school peyton manning the very end the very the last end. Denver, four games yeah, Denver yeah. Peyton Manning. yeah not not anything other than that so no. yeah, i, I, I kind of wonder if it slipped i didn't see yeah, the so release but just the trajectory looked like it's it the rain like, situation and yeah. look i like this we're getting you don't see this a ton and i like that jim schwartz is doing it because we are going to play so much man and so at times your safety is going to need to cover receivers so we're getting some one-on-ones with with that nice Cedric Tillman using his body so well. God, he's impressive. He is. I thought that third and 13, he runs the route with the proper depth. He's getting held, just a little hand swipe, foot in the ground, comes back, he ends up creating about 15 yards of separation and picking up on the end of the day. Nice catch. That's the new guy we just signed, uh, Wayne. We're number 31 as a receiver, which is. Well, we don't have anything else. Right. The 80s are gone. There's nothing in the 80s. There's nothing in the teens. Yeah. So you don't have a – there's nothing else in there. If you go on to a team and they give you 31 as a wide receiver and you make the 53, you have done something. You have defied – You've done your job. You've defied some tremendous odds there. Yeah. Yeah, because Miller Forrest all came back and they gave him – he's back in 86 now with Rashawn Henry being let go. Jalen Wayne, by the way, undrafted free agent out of South Alabama, spent some time with the Bills in college, Uh, 152 catches, 1,980 yards, 14 touchdowns, 6-1-2-12. So, you know, he might get some opportunities at some point to uh, to make some plays late in these preseason games. Rodney McLeod also getting a Veterans Day off there. Ah, uh, that's David Bell. It's just, God, those are just, things you got to have. You gotta that's have David those. Bell on D'Anthony Bell. So, yeah. as a receiver working on D'Anthony Bell, who is, you know, second-year undrafted free agent, strong safety, that's got to be an easy win like that was for Cedric Tillman. Yep. That's – 
And that's where Jeez. we're just not seeing that from David Bell. And so you feel like if Goodwin comes back, you feel your top five receivers are great. Amari Cooper, Elijah, Donovan, Cedric Tillman, and Goodwin. Beyond that, I think that it's kind of wide open right now. Darden was playing so well, but you can't make the club in the tub, as they say. We need to see him get back on the field. Austin Watkins has shown a little bit of juice. You know, Schwartz has had his struggles. David Bell's had his struggles. You know, and then the guy that I want to see, and I don't think we've seen him take any reps in this drill yet, is Jakeem Grant. Because Jakeem Grant, you know, is the Pro Bowl returner, all pro, all of that. But you need to see Jakeem Grant show something. Little flag for contact down the field. That's right a there. fun one, though. That's Emerson yeah. and DPJ. Yeah, getting after it. Love to see yeah. that. Um, yeah, you know, you, I like Grant's going to need to show something a little bit as a receiver. I think we get a flag on MJ. Yeah, on that. a little flag. Illegal. Con- Greg Newsom pleading his case to the official on behalf of his his brother there. Yeah, yeah a little one. On- I like these. I like this outside stuff. See, one on ones are good. Bit. Yeah, one on ones are one on ones are a lot of fun, and obviously a big advantage for the offense. And right there. Elijah Moore had come open, but there was no ball with a quarterback there. So, unfortunately, he kind of ran that route prematurely. Bit of a bit of a ghost route. Yeah, a bit of a ghost route. Oh, so now they're just doing release drills. So okay. they're not throwing it Quarterbacks anymore. have been pulled. They're, they've yes. gone to the other end. So uh, that's where you stand with that. For the moment, no rain, right, Kibbe? No, no rain for the moment? It has stopped. It's nice and cool outside. Uh, it looks like it's 7 o'clock at night. It is, it is dark. It's been dark so all day. All really day. Yeah, sure. this morning, this morning it, was it was real dark. I had to turn lights on. Yeah. I don't like I doing that. I turn lights on. I don't like doing that yeah. in the mornings. No, who does? Yeah. No good there. So. Yeah. So, uh, pretty sure today we're going to get some good situations. We're going to get some four-minute offense, which is, you know, when you got the ball trying to close a game out. I'm sure we'll get some more red zone work, uh, and that'll be a lot of fun to see as you're – you know, looking at this team, getting ready for a game where you're finally going to get some action from the starters here uh, against the Washington Commanders, or at least that's the expectation right now. That's what yeah. Coach had said a couple of weeks ago, and so you're excited to see. You're excited to see that. At some Same, point. yeah. Same. I think the Hoff's going to be calling in. Yeah. So we got a break because oh. I got to get another stack in. Ah, uh, the great Hoff. Uh, it was his week. It was his it week. Was his week. It's going to be fun. He joins us coming up next. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Be sure to catch the Browns preview show tonight. Ken, Gerard, I'm, I'm proofreading it in Hold real on. time. I think that one got done right. No, I don't no. think it did. Nope, nope, nope. Because Hoff's mm-hmm. on with us right now. Yeah. The dismay of giving Esteban. on Esteban. He's had a couple two of huge things. strikes against So Esteban. I had to record. You were so proud that you'd caught it, Gibby. I had to record but then something. Not. not. And uh, he's like, well, where are you recording it to? 
And so oh. he's like, uh, and I'm pretty fearing that. Out. He's like, well, you can't record it in here. And then he yelled at him like, be, you're like, be better. Pay attention. <laughs> I was like, oh, Look, my God. On. Look, like, he's got to he's gonna no, have to no, turn it. No, no, because I, I, w- I had given him certain things he had to do. Yeah, yeah. Like, I haven't eaten yet today. Yeah. This Everybody is else got to eat. This I didn't is part get of the eat. deal. Yeah. I'm like, you got one job. We got to sort that yeah. out. Oh, we got to get yeah. that We're done. We're going to. That's, that is not a gold jacket worthy no. experience but out of, out of Esteban today. This but, is. But this is. This is gold jacket worthy. Uh, we had it on the hotline, Twisty Hotline, the Hoff joining us. Um, buddy, I, w- when you wake up today, yet last night, how do you process that? How do you process the last week? Uh, you don't process it. The brain's still not functioning fully to be able to process what happened. It's certainly the struggle bus right now. I actually just landed in uh, Wisconsin. I'm going to be here for like 36 hours, turning right back around on Wednesday and coming out to Cleveland. And I got like this mindset shift from pure joy and celebrating my career to like, it's football season now. Like I got to start getting ready for this amazing Brown season that's coming up. And for me, it starts on Friday with the preseason game. So me and Nathan are going to have to pump some iron this week and uh, do a major download of what's been happening in the world of yes. Brown football in the last <laughs> couple of weeks because it's been an absolute whirlwind. And, we, most uh, cer- we most certainly will do that, Hoff. <laughs> so was that party all you had hoped it would be? I think the party was all that I could hope it would be and more. Yes, it was amazing. You know, you go through it, right? It's like a wedding, right? There's 350, 400 people there. You know everybody. So every step you take, you're taking a shot and having a drink with somebody and taking a picture and having a great time. But you kind of lose track of what everybody else is doing. And you just hope that all your other friends that you put together, the ones that know each other and don't know each other, are mingling and having a good time and sharing in the celebration. And it's so cool, like Sunday and Monday, Andy and I kind of dialed it back a little bit, obviously, trying to recover. Um, but it's so cool as all of our friends are sending pictures from the night and telling us little stories about the people they met and the opportunity that they had to just celebrate with us. And so I think it felt like it was everything I wanted and more some because I know that all the people that were there that spent the time and energy to come out and help us celebrate had an awesome time. And that's all I wanted. And I can assure you that – I was pissed as hell at 4 a.m. when they made us go to bed because I was ready to keep that thing going for at least another 24 hours. You pulled off, and I was telling Bo this story. At the end of the night, a couple, two amazing things and two of my favorite stories. The first was at one point you had, you had basically said, I think they were trying to corral you. This is probably at like 2.45. They were trying to get you out, and you were not having it. And you basically had said, well, then I'm just going to go swim through this lake in the gold jacket. And they were like, you can't do that. That can't happen. So then you kind of negotiated, well, what if I give you the jacket, but I stay for like another half hour. And then you were able to, you pulled that off. So you came back from that, like fired up that you had just pulled off the great caper on everybody. And you're like, we're back. Let's go. So you got some more out of there. And then do you remember when you late in the night, you dropped your uh, cigar to the ground and you bent over to get it, and you may have been on a little bit of sea legs at this point, and you picked it up, held it over your head in victory, and said a lesser athlete would have fallen. And then you said you wanted to go back to recount. You wanted that in your hop speech of this great athletic feat that you had just pulled off to bend over and get your cigar off the ground. And it was actually tremendous. It was a, a feat. It was great. Uh, that's what he said. Fallen. A lesser athlete would have fallen. It was great. Oh, so fun, it dude. Was so it was awesome. great to see you just – 
you crushed your speech. You came in gold jacket and flip-flops. And then as the night went on and, you know, it got down to just kind of your friends across every iteration of your life from your childhood to high school to college to NFL to post-NFL, just getting together and having a good time and you getting to kind of let loose a little bit and exhale. And it was just awesome, man. It was awesome. And we were obviously honored to be a part of it. We got a great a great photo together, which was fun of me, you, and Bo. So it was awesome. Just a great night. Yeah, I'm, I'm so glad you guys are able to come out and – we could enjoy a true proper celebration of getting into the Hall of Fame with all of the CBD family. I know Gibby had a great time. Yes, he did. Awesome I never even got a photo guys. with you. Like, can you bring the I jacket know, when you come bummer. back this week? I would like a well, photo. You never know. It, it <laughs> might be sneaking back out to Cleveland. I, I feel like I'm not ready to give that up. And even though I was willing to negotiate and horse trade with the powers that be at 3 a.m. to give me some more time because Andy goes – do you realize when you're smoking that cigar, the ash is just like falling on your jacket? And she's like, that's when I knew it was either time to leave or time to take the jacket. And I was happy to give the jacket away in that moment. And up until that point, I was like, you can't take the jacket. Because I at just, one point, off. my... Oh, go ahead. No, just my, my, my uh, crazy Wisconsin friend had taken their shirts off and tied it together to make a huge jump rope. And there was like a like a grade school like hopscotch jump rope yes. thing going on in the middle, yes. and my buddies were trying to take my jacket off to like get me shirtless and to have the jacket in the rope. Oh and I was like, God. "No, that's too much. I can't." can't that's a bridge too far. But, uh, <laughs> I was like, "It was a bridge too far." So thankfully, there was some some great folks looking out for me uh, that night, and I was able to squeeze another thirty minutes, even though I wanted thirty more hours at the end. Yeah, you heard. Yeah, you. It was like all of a sudden there was a, I think it was RJ, your brother-in-law and Annie. And all of a sudden we saw him and he was with us. And the next thing we know, he was swept off into the night. We saw him going and you did give one glance back over your shoulder where you were kind of like, somebody help. Somebody come rescue me. me. (laughs) Save me from the people saving me. Hop, what is, what is the plan for the gold jacket now? Like, what happens to it now that it's back home in Wisconsin? Will you display it? Will it be dry? Has it been laundered? What what happens? Yeah, it's it's still pretty sweaty and uh, beer-soaked right now. But I definitely need to get it dry cleaned. Um, but that's a good point. Obviously, when we come back and do the Hall of Fame festivities, you're going to throw it on. But I'm kind of curious the same thing. Like, when is it appropriate to throw that out there and just, you know, show up at the party with a, with a gold jacket? Uh, whatever you my, want. I think yeah, so, too. I, I know that for, for like, the Thanksgiving Christmas party, obviously yep. got to throw that baby on, get, yes. a, get a nice, like, shirt to be able to wear under that that, that goes with the gold. I, yep. I'll have to lean into your supreme styling. I know you guys are sharp-dressed men, uh, <laughs> oh, not gosh. Gibby, but uh, you two guys. You know <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. You know I, I look good for, at your you party. You say so, no, You do look good. There's no doubt. <laughs> I had, a, I, had a, I had a Miami Vice suit on and a little teal polo. Come on. Like that. Well, going. The fashion bloggers like were talking about it, Gibby. There was – there yeah. people people took notice of that. I, damn I right say, they did. Gibby, over expectation, I think you exceeded more than anybody in that party as far as how amazingly sharp and fantastically you looked and what the expectations were at the Vegas lines were at. I, I that's, that's right. Fair. I think that I think yeah, that's I very fair. I appreciate that. All right, two things. Number one, next time we go to the Trout Club and have a crazy bonkers night, gold jacket there. And two, Bo and I would like one night to be with you and Grandma Martini drinking martinis. What a life. I want that on the bucket list. Yeah. 
Got it. We got to have a we got to have a cocktail for Emma Martini. Absolutely. That that was a highlight. And I, I mentioned the last couple of days have been just kind of catching up on like, hey, what happened? What did I miss? That <laughs> I can have like FOMO and like maybe relive to kind of extend this whole thing. Yeah. And that was one of the things that uh, my brother-in-law she said, oh my gosh. Grandma Martinis, who is my my only living grandparent, she's like in her 90s. She's always loved martinis, and she always loved coming to these things. And she's on like the old people medicine, right? So like one martini is like 10 for us. And of course, there was plenty of martinis to go around. So she had probably four or five. And then she decided, yeah, we had a couple tattoo artists there giving like little micro tattoos out. And Grandma Martinis goes over to the tattoo artist and is going to get a tattoo on her leg. And so I don't even know what she got, but as an older person on plenty of medicine and plenty of martinis, as the tattoo was going on, her legs started bleeding to the point where they said they thought they were going to have to call like the EMT over because she wouldn't stop bleeding. She had that paper thin 96 year old skin and (laughs) blood thinners and God knows whatever else. And I think that there were some people really concerned that the EMT is going to have to come over and, like, patch her up. <laughs> Help Grandma Martinis. Hoff, I'm, I'm curious. There's been so many incredible images from the last week. The ones that stick to me are uh, your kids mobbing you on Friday night. Yeah. But oh, then yeah. also yeah. your arms, like, extended out as the gold jacket is put on you, the look on your face. Um, and then being, you know, where we were watching the induction speeches, and, and your speech was just spectacular. Um, how many times did you find yourself – like almost out of body experience. It was nearly the whole time. I, was but it? Yeah. Definitely. Um, the most vivid memories of being just like sort of floating in some type of weird dream where I don't even know if it happened was when I was on stage and Jerome put the gold jacket on me and I was trying to play cool, you know, and I, yeah. I was enjoying hearing the Browns fans. And then all of a sudden, like when my kids hit me, that was a true out of body experience. Cause I just lost it. I just had that emotion that was already high. It, it just went to a different level and felt like it didn't even exist. I had to go back and what kind of watch the video of what happened because in that moment when everything happens so fast, it's almost like you black out. You're so yeah, right, emotionally right. charged. And I went back and like have cried a bunch of times just watching that because it was so special and it was, it was like having the birth of a child, like being there for, especially my first one, where you're so overwhelmed and you have that out-of-body moment that it'll be burned in your brain forever, but you almost don't remember, like, what happened or how long it lasted. Yeah. Yeah, that one's incredible. He made that his profile, your new profile pic, which was awesome. Were you ever able to track down the cameraman that you were you were on a quest for uh, to find those, those I shots? I did. Nice. Yes, of that was awesome. I, I found it. There's an awesome photo that... Um, at the round table on Sunday. So somehow I scraped my carcass off my Gervasi bed and was able to get to an autograph signing and then this round table so discussion. You, you went, I want to go back to this. We're in the same shorts. You went to an autograph signing at 9 a.m. That really happened. It happened. How? Oh, How? There was How? Wow. no less than He's a 48 ounces of espresso that I chugged before I got there, and I was in rough, rough shape. <laughs> I was just tired. I mean – Hung over, yes, but like the last four days had just been so emotional that yes. it was like, you know, the leaving Las Vegas feeling where you're just like, oh, but I got to do this. Got to get up. Let's go. Let's make it were happen. These, Pure joy. Were these some of and, your most uh, unique signatures? I bet that there was oh a great variance <laughs> in the signature on this day. There, 
You're going to want to save those autographs because they don't look like any of the other ones that I've done. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, who am? What's my? Well, how do I do? What is this a pen? What is this? Hoff, it's yeah. such a crazy. At the beginning, I had a hard time spelling. <laughs> Hoff, it's such a surreal experience, and and you've been among the greats of all time for a long time. But um, that weekend down there is crazy. Like right before your absurd fireworks display. I mean, that was like a, a town fireworks display that you had. Amazing. And and so Z and I were out by the water with our wives, and we're sitting there kind of waiting for the fireworks, and we go, wait a second, was that eight gold jackets walking yeah, in got there? out of a car and walking <laughs> together. Zagura takes off sprinting. Like, we're like, wait, who is that running after it? Yeah. It's like, it's so surreal, the people that you just – bump into and just show up yeah, like it's it was, such a cool club man it was walter jones hutchinson baselli tim brown andre reed calvin johnson leroy butler tim brown did you get tim, yeah, brown? tim brown yeah yeah, yeah. megatron it was just they were all in one wild. car yeah wild yeah it was surreal it was crazy and, and you know obviously having all the friends come from home makes you feel so special that they want to be there to celebrate with you but then also the hall of famers some of which i didn't know at all for them to show up and be awesome sports, taking pictures with friends and family of mine and hanging around and being part of the party. I mean, I, I think that just goes to show the testament to the character of the other men that are in the hall of fame, wearing yeah. that gold jacket and the respect that they have for everybody that's in that club. Um, it made me feel so special. Like Kurt Warner has been one of my son, Jack's idols for a long time. Of course he loved the movie that, Came out a couple years ago, yeah, yeah. American Underdog. We've watched it a million times. He brought Kurt Warner's card to the party, and Kurt came right over, said hi, took a picture with Jack, and spent some time with us. I mean, it was just it's just surreal to have these heroes that are you know willing to spend the time and show that type of respect for all the other men in the club. Will this be part of you? Will you come back and make it a part of your tradition, Joe? I, I certainly would like to. Um, we were talking the, this class, the Hall of Famers, that next year we're all trying to come back and we want to get a bus like that so we can yeah. hit up all the parties. Because, I mean, hey, first of all, all those parties are pretty awesome. So yeah. if I can get entrance into a free party that's that awesome, I'm down. But especially <laughs> to be able to kind of reminisce with the other guys that went in and with you in the Hall of Fame because you do form some really awesome relationships with those guys because you do get a chance to spend a lot of time together at the Super Bowl, and then when we were in Canton a few months ago, and, and then, of course, this week. Um, so I think just having that opportunity to have a reunion that's kind of on the calendar every year is going to be really special. All right, you mentioned your boys from Wisconsin, and this is, I know we've we'll, we got to get you out of here on this one. Let me just say, what a collection of human beings. What a collection <laughs> of just animals as well. Like, they could get after humans. I can. I want a documentary – on high school Hoff and his boys because it had to just be completely out of control because all these years later, I mean, they were bringing it at a level, and especially your your buddy who uh, who beat you out for the Offensive Lineman of the Year award. Like, yeah. that guy. That was an amazing he, drop in this what, Oh, great drop. And then he came back, but drop. I have a gold jacket, so it worked out pretty well for me. <laughs> I was like, that was so good. But he, he was, what a legend that guy was. It was just, what a performance. Yeah, he's, he's a legend, man. It, it was so cool. Like I said, like just getting little bits and pieces of stuff that I missed. Uh, uh, who was it? Um, Steiny. Eric uh -huh. Steinbach, my, my teammate. The DJ found his credit card at 4 a.m. when they were cleaning up because he had taken his shirt off. He was swinging <laughs> around his head, and he had his credit card in his, wall, his uh, 
ID in his pocket, and it oh got shot out of there like the cannon, you know, where they're shooting the T-shirt cannon. <laughs> and, and Seth McKitty, one of my other teammates, found – or no, George Jervicious found Jervicious, his uh, driver's yeah. license and had to give it to him the next day. But the, the best two items that were left from my crazy Wisconsin friends that showed up is that um, when they were cleaning up at four, they found – a couple pairs of women's undergarments that were out of the oh, that we had no idea <laughs> who they were or how they got there. Who and can say? I think I, we need we need a public service announcement with that photo and say, all right, who's missing a pair of underwear? Yeah, Actually, two I like pairs. It. Claim these and tell us how this office. happened. Right. The That's details, right. please. Come to the off demand details. Right. Come on air. Tell us how this happened because I have to know. Listen, your your APB for that photographer worked. I think. Yeah, this could I work. Think, too. I think you take social media. Yeah. I think I think we'll have this solved in no time. <laughs> love it. I love that idea. Huff, <laughs> unbelievable week. Unbelievable week, buddy. You and Annie crushed yes. it. Just crushed it in yeah, every dude. way. Thanks so much for uh, hopping on today to to yes. relive it all with us. It was a real thrill, buddy. The best. Uh, you crushed it. Hey, pleasure is mine, guys. Thank you so much for coming out and. Helping me celebrate. It was awesome having the CBD family there with me. Yeah, dude. The great Joe Love Thomas. The Love Hoff. you, brother. The Hoff. The great Hoff. Love you, guys. Um, and he will be back here uh, on Friday. He's going to yeah. be back here in 36 hours Yeah, um, is the way that that's going to go. It was an all-timer, kids, in case you didn't realize. <laughs> it was an all-timer. I mean, the stories are just <laughs> across the board Just all-timer. so great. All of it. So good. The Hoff. So happy for him. And, uh the fact that he made a 9 a.m. autograph that's outrageous. Day is, folks, and I was not that, of sound mind, minded that, body till at least 11:30. Said 48 ounces of espresso. That might be the most impressive <laughs> and and incredible. That's that might be more impressive than 10,363. I, I think you're I, right. If I, I, I shotgun it, I that, it's coming right back up. There's <laughs> no you're, way. You're not a gold jacket. Yeah, you're well, not. Well, oh, well, 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 looks good with teal. The next level coming up next. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and 850 ESPN Cleveland. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.